0: Hey, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat it's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else because that is how we craft a fit life. And welcome to the show, Jessica.
1: Thanks, Stephanie, it's great to be here.
0: Hey, so can you tell us a little more about your background, what got you into chiropractic, specifically upper cervical chiropractic work?
1: Yeah, so um, when I was in college, I started out wanting to be in the health field but I didn't know what I wanted to do and I ended up um, becoming a chiropractic patient first before finding my calling to go to chiropractic college because I was suffering from really terrible headaches uh, neck pain and as a student you're craning over your books all the time so um, I had lower back pain as well and um, chiropractic really helped me get fantastic results and I really was very interested in the body's natural ability to heal itself and so I enrolled in chiropractic college and the rest was history. That's when I kind of found um, upper cervical chiropractic which brought my health to the next level and I was fascinated. I was hooked.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So now tell us what upper cervical chiropractic is and how it's different from traditional chiropractic work and even throw in there how much extra training you had to do for this
1: right So I get asked this question a lot. Um, A lot of people have not heard about upper cervical chiropractic because it is a specialized field within chiropractic that um, focuses on the relationship between the head and the neck. So the nervous system actually controls and regulates all parts and functions in the body. And if the head and the neck are not in proper alignment, it can disrupt vital brain messages to the body which can over time cause countless health problems and pain in the body including organ dysfunction and other uh, health conditions so Upper cervical is pretty different from traditional chiropractic. Um, all upper cervical doctors take precision x-rays and do the analysis, which allows for tailored adjustments to the individual, so nothing is cookie-cutted. Uh, cookie-cutted. <laughs> and adjustments are very gentle without twisting of the neck or any popping, which is the, the, the biggest difference that most people notice with upper cervical chiropractic Um, the the way that we're trained upper cervical doctors will also look to uh, not adjust the spine it's just as important as adjusting the spine but being trained to know when not to adjust is just as important because the spine doesn't always need to be uh, intervened with so we do as as frequent um, as infrequent adjusting as possible which all of that results in better health less illness and greater quality of life um so you asked about training as well so extra training i had to do um i want to say an extra i personally did an extra 300 hours in neurological training uh in the car chiro- in relation with the chiropractic uh adjustments in the chiropractic Uh, forms of treatment, but on top of that, I did uh, extra hours uh, of certification um, to get proficiency certified in my technique, which required another mm, two years of training, and there's also a diplomate program for upper cervical chiropractors, which is next in line.
0: Wow, because there aren't very many upper cervical chiropractors practicing, right? I know that in the right. San Diego area, there's only, what?
1: Less like, than 10.
0: Wow, less than 10.
1: Right, so there are about seven to 800 active chiropractic licenses in the San Diego County, and of those active licenses, less than 10 of us are actually practicing upper cervical doctors. Wow, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, so... Can
0: you tell us, we're going to go ahead this whole list of what upper cervical can treat and how it can treat it, and and specifically things like migraines or skin conditions, stuff like that. Um, I know I've seen a lot of your case studies come through, and it's been really interesting to see how much upper cervical chiropractic has helped these conditions.
1: Right. So, um, upper cervical has helped a lot of people with various health conditions the most common ones tend to be headaches and migraines dizziness and vertigo uh... different forms of neck and lower back pain disc herniations and acid reflux those are typically the types of um, uh... cases that i see and there there are many many others that other health conditions that seemingly don't have anything to do with the upper neck such as asthma, eczema, di- other digestive issues like um, uh, constipation or, or diarrhea, things like that, um, irritable bowel syndrome. So a lot of these issues um, seemingly don't stem from the upper neck but I've seen a lot of these cases respond very well to upper cervical chiropractic.
0: So how does, say, migraine sufferers, how would they benefit from upper cervical chiropractic versus traditional chiropractic work? Because something I thought was really interesting was the way that you do the adjustments. You said no snap, crackle, and pop. You really do focus on the upper neck. So tell us a little bit about that. How is that different?
1: Right, so the the head and the neck area or that junction between the head and the neck is very susceptible to injury. So a lot of people who have gone through some sort of whiplash injury or, or like let's say a football uh, concussion or something like that, um, they can sustain injury to that area, but then symptoms can come on a lot later in life. And with migraines, it's just one of those Symptoms or problems that can arise from injury to to this area of the spine. Migraines um, are usually a combination of uh, issues with the the blood vessels as well as the nerves. So when the the brain cannot communicate with the rest of the body properly, and the nerve messages don't reach the body. Uh, correctly, that's when health problems such as migraines can arise, and by restoring the proper function and movement and alignment between the head and the neck area, especially in the upper neck, that will restore proper nervous system function, allowing the body to heal itself, and so that results in migraines, headaches, resolving themselves, because the body can heal itself.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Something else I heard you talk about one day was um, treating, say, women who had menstrual migraines. And I didn't even, you know, think about that because usually you think, oh, it's hormonal based. It's right. not necessarily migraines with the head. Um, that's really cool that you can treat that as well.
1: Right. So um, it ha- it does have to do with the hormones, uh, menstrual migraines in part. I have had... Plenty of, of uh, female clients who um, they get migraines or headaches during their menstrual periods, either before, during, or after, because of those hormonal shifts. And when it's the same, it's the same um, concept when the body cannot. Uh, when the brain cannot talk to the body correctly the body doesn't work right and so it gets sick and when you restore that proper function to the nervous system the body can work correctly and that the the nervous system governs how the hormones are released at what intensity it's it all starts with with the brain but it's also in combination with um the reproductive organs like the the uterus and the ovaries so um The proper balance has to be maintained in order for the body to function correctly. And when that that balance is is, um, offset, then you can get problems like menstrual migraines. And so by, by allowing the body to heal by correcting these issues at the upper neck, that can allow the body to heal and normalize these hormonal um, cycles maybe the hormones don't cycle as uh, they, they don't fluctuate as greatly as they did when the body wasn't functioning properly so um, by normalizing these uh, the nervous system as well as the, the hormones like the body can just tone it down and the person will will start to, to feel a lot better during their um, menstrual periods and won't get migraines Wow.
0: So we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. Did you download the app yet? SK Life has an app. You may be listening to the show on it. If not, you can. Just download the app on the website, skfitlife.com. Okay, let's keep talking about some of these different symptoms and how you've been able to treat it. Another case study I thought was super interesting was the baby who had eczema and how having a cesarean birth could actually impact that. Can you explain how all of that's linked together?
1: Right. So um, this my client was uh, the mother... And uh, she had come in one day and uh, she was very concerned about her son at the time who was eight months old. So let's say the baby's name is John. So John was having a very a bad patch of eczema on his left cheek but he was also he had eczema all over his body especially between the fat folds of his skin Um, and the mom was very concerned so she asked me what i thought and she said that she was going to take him to the dermatologist the next day and i was really concerned with that because a, a lot of the time these these issues can can heal themselves the body can heal itself but you just have to give it the right conditions in order for it to do that I asked her was he a c-section baby and the mom said yes how did I know I knew because he had these unexplained um, issues come up and if the baby is functioning if the body is functioning normally these things won't crop up and so I was also a c-section baby when I was little and I had a ton of health problems. Now, when a baby is born, the birth process can be traumatic because you're squeezed through this tiny little hole and you have a, a an adult on the other side, you know, trying to help the baby through this tiny little birth canal and there's a lot of pressure there's uh, the contractions are very very strong plus the the OBGYN is also um, turning and twisting the baby's head now uh, that can result in misalignments of the upper neck and can can be uh, affecting the the baby's health later and so in in John's case um, he did have a neck misalignment that was preventing the body from from functioning properly so I spoke with the mom and she in long story short allowed me to adjust John and I told her give it a couple weeks let's see what happens and how his body responds and because the dermatologist is always, always going to be there so give him a couple weeks John didn't even need a couple weeks. He only needed a couple days. She took progress photos over the next week and showed the eczema patch just starting to heal up and dry up. It wasn't red and and inflamed and pussy anymore. It was drying up and healing. So by the next week that he came in, his skin was clear. It it was just a a small patch of, of redness. It wasn't even... There was no eczema. So... Um, that's what I was uh, you know, trying to explain to, to his mom. And what I explain to my clients all the time is that the body can heal itself, but you need to restore proper nerve function in order for it to do that.
0: Wow. And I'm going to put a link to these pictures because that as that story is on Jessica's website. And so we're going to put those pictures out there because it's pretty incredible to see the change. And he didn't have to go through a lot of different chemicals and things like that on his skin. And Not at all. the rest of his uh, conditions healed up too, right? Like, yeah. did he have digestive issues and stuff?
1: No, he didn't have digestive issues. It was just... the eczema eczema was was pretty bad and uh, he was in line to go to the dermatologist and and usually what they prescribe are uh, corticosteroids which can be very damaging to the digestive system especially in a tiny little eight-month old baby Wow
0: so something else that you talked about was IBS I have a lot of clients who really complain about staying regular um it's super important to make sure that everything's in alignment and and a lot of people don't think that a chiropractor can help the digestion but it totally makes sense especially when you talk about the central nervous system hello
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and um with uh at the upper neck there is a nerve called the vagus nerve or it's a set of nerves and it feeds into the the brain stem so this vagus nerve is very very important for our overall function not just the digestion but with reproductive function blood pressure your stress response and things like that so when this vagus nerve it doesn't get the right uh, signals and it, it talks to the, the digestive system incorrectly, then your digestion will, will be off. So it can result in things like acid reflux, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, constipation, things like that. So uh, one very common issue that I do see is acid reflux. And, and my clients always um, don't tell me about it because they don't think that it's related to the upper neck. But when we start treatment, it clears up. And then they, they tell me after the fact. And so it always makes for a really good story um, because your your nervous system controls every single function in your body. Wow.
0: <laughs> so my next question really was how could upper cervical chiropractic help somebody who is, you know, for the most part, healthy? And it sounds like it right. may help things that we don't even know are not okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Um, it's more rare for somebody to seek out chiropractic care when they're well. Uh, pain is a great motivator, and everything's okay until it's not, right? So, when we, um, for people who are well and relatively healthy, mm, I do have some people coming in for their general wellness and more for prevention than anything else. I have several clients who. Uh, tell me that nothing is ver- nothing is overtly wrong with them, but they want to avoid ending up like their relative or their parents who may be going through um, multiple spinal surgeries, and they don't want to end up like that. They want to, you know get on it and, and see if there's any minor problems in the spine that they may not be aware of. And correct those before they actually do start causing problems, um, which is the most ideal because you end up spending a lot less money, you don't need as much intervention, and you don't end up having permanent damage to the spine that you can never take back.
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. and I mean I've seen my x-rays and just in the past what six months how much my spine has changed and I didn't really know that your spine necessarily could change I thought you just kind of had to maintain whatever you were working with and it really has changed and it shows where I was putting a lot of pressure on my back, and had I continued on with that, and I don't have back pain necessarily right there, um, had I continued on, it would have caused a lot more problems, right? Like herniated disc, I think, is the route I was going.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, you were already experiencing some symptoms associated with the lower back, which we were able to resolve, but that's just the beginning. That It always starts with an ache and a pain, which people most of the time put off till much later, and I'm talking about a number of years. And when something really bad happens, let's say you put your back out or you hear a pop and then all of a sudden you get symptoms of sciatica, that's when people usually start to want to um, do something about it, which usually ends up being late. Um, but Going back to what you said about the spine changing, I see it all the time. It's my bread and butter. I see it happen in uh, more so in, in people who are uh, younger and healthier, but I have people of all ages where we've seen positive change in their x-rays, um, either spinal curvatures being restored, scoliosis being reduced, and all that good stuff. Yeah,
0: no, that's that's really great. Yeah, so I had really bad sciatica, um, especially when I was younger. So it was in my early 20s, and I was in the military, and I was running a lot, and then I was also sitting a lot. And one of the, the treatments that they gave to me, which they give to everybody, which they're not upper cervical doctors, I totally get it, um, they put me on a prescription of three times a day to take Flexerol. Yeah. And if for anybody who's taken that, like one will knock you on the ground. I can't imagine like actually taking three per day, but you know, that was their best option for me at the time. That was all they could offer to me. And, um, you know, like, that you can't like live, of course, maybe the pain goes away because you're not moving yeah. ever. <laughs> but um, it's great to know that you can have a different alternative or different option than just, you know, loading yourself up with some kind of of numbing agents, right? Right.
1: So most people today, I think don't want to take drugs. They don't want to be dependent on any medication. Everybody inherently knows that that's not fixing the problem that you're putting a patch on the symptom but it may not necessarily take care of it because if you stop taking that medication oftentimes what happens the, the symptoms come back and so um, we know inherently know that, that medications are man-made it's, it's, a, it's a chemical that you're artificial chemical that you're putting in your body that's not supposed to be there Um, but at the same time, it's, it's a patch. It's just a patch, just a bandaid. Um, and most people don't want to be put, be put on something that they have to be dependent on. Um, they would rather fix the problem and this at its source rather than putting a patch on the symptom.
0: Yeah. So we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back. So how are you liking the show? We would really appreciate it if you would give us a rating and review. Just click that review button, leave us some comments, and we appreciate all of your feedback. And welcome back. Okay back to this sciatica thing and these patches that we put on our pain for me had I just continued to take the medication which would numb it enough and then do my running at the intensity that I was still doing I mean continuing on that path would have made my back way worse so sometimes those patches I mean it's it's blocking out pain and like you said pain is a good motivator right
1: Right, right. So pain is is necessary. It's necessary for our survival. If we don't feel pain, we can't survive. We can't move away from whatever is causing pain. Um, there are also good, good sources of pain. Let's say you're sore after a workout. That's actually a good sort of pain. Um, And Whereas uh, bad sources of pain, like chronic pain and illness and things like that, that is something that's not normal and we need to reduce um, because it does have long-term health effects. But yes, putting a patch on the pain doesn't necessarily make things better or fix the problem. Sometimes it can make things worse because you don't feel the pain, but you could be injuring that area, let's say your lower back, Uh, even more by doing more because you don't feel the pain so yeah you're absolutely right yeah
0: don't ignore that pain (laughs) not that kind of pain anyway
1: (laughs) so um, what
0: would you want the listeners to take away from this time together like the one main thing that you want them to really remember
1: right that would be your nervous system is the key to your health if you don't have a healthy nervous system, if there's blockage between uh, the brain and the body, as in those nerve messages can't reach the body from the brain, then your body will get sick. But if you restore these proper nerve messages, then the body will be healthy and it will stay healthy. That's where your health comes from, is a healthy nervous system free of um Blockages which are caused by misalignments in the spine and the body can absolutely heal itself given these correct conditions. Awesome.
0: So can you tell the listeners how they can find you uh, if they happen to be here in the San Diego area?
1: Yeah, finding me is really easy. You just have to Google upper cervical chiropractic and my website will pop up. I'm at uppercervicalsd.com. And you can also find out more information on BlairChiropractic.com. That's B-L-A-I-R, chiropractic.com. And there's lots of good information and resources on these websites. Yeah, and I'm
0: guessing if somebody doesn't live here and they're looking for an upper cervical chiropractor in their area, is there a way that they can find it on the Blair website
1: yeah so the Blair website uh, among some other ones has a directory where they can find upper cervical doctors that are vetted and um, certified um, so that you ensure that you're finding the right one in your area for for you
0: thanks so much for your time Jessica
1: thanks Stephanie